Hello everybody, welcome back to Inside Voice with Martha's Mind. Hello! Oh, I really wanted to have like an episode where it's very chatty, not necessarily with a particular theme, so this is that episode. (laughs) I like to do things chronologically, so I guess I'll talk about maybe what happened earlier the last few weeks ago, so sort of relating a little bit to the dating episode, I am dating multiple people at the moment and I'm in a really healthy place with my dating mindset. I am very much have grown up with the idea that monogamy is the way forward and you date to have a relationship that's exclusive and then you end up being together and that's it. So always having this narrative in the back of my mind as like something I've always grown up with. It's so nice for me to be able to actually think, no, what I really want right now is to date multiple people, is to date different kinds of people, is to both really engage with each person I'm with, but also be fulfilled by many different people. And I'm not saying that that mindset's come easy to me, it really hasn't. I've very much always fallen in fast for people and 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 it never really working out I feel really healthy right now so seeing a few people and I'm really enjoying it um I'm starting to make sure that I do create those boundaries what it is that a relationship that I want looks like and how is it going to be delivered and also does it suit the people that I'm with does it make them feel good? Does it make them feel happy? And making sure we un- understand each other's behaviours. For example, like, I don't know whether, if you believe in love languages, that's great because I really do believe that there are certain ways of expressing love and it looks different for everyone. I'm a real words of affirmation bunny and I love expressing myself through talking, through saying, and also through physical touch. I know for a lot of people, I meet you and I instantly give you a hug and I'll compliment you. And that for me just feels so natural equally. That's how I also want to receive feeling loved as well. And for some of the people I'm dating, we've had discussions of how that might not necessarily be the way that they feel loved and they feel intimate by. And I'm trying to work that out through check-ins and having lots of check-ins with people and making sure that everybody feels comfortable and it's really nice I feel like I'm learning a lot and I feel like I'm doing things properly and I also feel like the people I'm seeing are truly incredible with voicing how they feel and listening to me and not jumping down my throat thinking that I'm trying to start an argument or that I am being disruptive or I'm trying to cause drama and conflict I definitely think I some of my behaviors I do I think are a little bit negative and I've really witnessed that because I've wanted to start conflict I've wanted to start an argument for no reason other than I'm not being fulfilled but instead the people I'm seeing they just sit me down and say well let's have a chat about this like we don't have to cause a ruckus and so I really appreciate that and it as I say like I really like dating for, for the interpersonal learning that I'm having on myself and so that's really good and I'm generally like this is a bit of self-care and a bit of work that I'm doing and developing so yeah like I guess my dating life right now is pretty nice I'm busy I 
I'm trying to remember the boundaries that I'm setting and yeah always having those check-in conversations is so important but I am having a really nice time and the dates that we're kind of doing are mixed between like going to do coffees and going for drinks equally going home and being cooked for and having movie nights and spreading myself thin a little between the different people is fine um, as long as I'm also having the moments of restored moments of nights in and self-care and doing things that make me happy by myself and I also love my alone time and I really value my alone time so much like I schedule it in I make sure I don't fill up my night just because I've got two nights off in a row and part of me wants to be like oh I need to go and do something but also like no Martha just embrace the night off embrace the time alone yes you have people that if I wanted to go and see they would love to go and see me and I'd love to go and see them but like slow down enjoy this night off you can see them when you've restored being truly honest with that it's not always easy and I do think sometimes we fear a little bit of the that we're going to be trapped in the loneliness forever because we have a few nights off but it's rarely the case it really is and I'm definitely learning that which is which is good um so yeah like I've had a lot of intimate time with people which is really nice a lot of solo time which is really good um I've actually just found a volunteering position at a radio station which is so nice because it means I get to start learning again I feel like I haven't learned any skills I haven't been involved in like a community project for a long time and I want to get my teeth stuck into something and I want to have a routine I'm just really enjoying having a little bit of a tiny set thing to do each week that I know is going to happen and I'm traveling to a big part of the city and surrounded by other really amazing talented businesses and people and creatives I just oh I feel like that that was a little bit of a the world looking down at me saying like we're going to give you a break Martha we're just going to like give you this thing that I think would really help you and your mental health and your your feeling fulfilled and that step forward of where I want to be which is so important so yeah I feel I feel really nice I've done it now for two weeks and I've just enjoyed it so that's been really good. Last weekend I was down in London and I was visiting some pals that I actually met at a music festival in Bulgaria called Meadows in the Mountains which I cannot stress enough how amazing this festival is but I met them all in London so that's where all of them live and we all went to a day festival called Junction 2 which is also in London and it was so much fun so much fun we were a great little group I think it's really nice when you meet people who you do know like it's I don't technically have like I haven't known them for long but I instantly feel really connected by these people. I'm not sure if it's because we met at a festival and there is something so beautiful about meeting people at festivals because I feel like there is so many layers of people that get stripped away. You just kind of let go far greater than maybe you do when you meet people, you know, in your day-to-day life. I don't I don't know why, but meeting these people at Meadows and seeing them again in London I just instantly felt like these people were just so kind such beautiful souls and the day festival was so much fun I am really starting to appreciate the circle I have around me and 
I've realized that we don't just have one circle, we have lots of circles, whether that's an inner circle, an outer circle, a peripheral circle that we fleet in and out of. We are so lucky because yes, keeping in contact has never been easier. And I know some people would argue saying yes, but there feels more pressure to keep in contact because you can. But I love the fact that there is no pressure when I message someone, I don't feel that sense of guilt that I've not messaged them in a while. It's the, oh my gosh, I was thinking of you and I want to reconnect. And then we reconnect for a bit and they become more of the inner circle. And then we maybe like leave some time apart and then we both go and do our own things and then we come back together and reconnect again and then we leave and then we come back and it's this constant back and forth and I like this I I like the fact that my friendships are always ever changing and I like the fact that I have people dotted about in places and I like the fact that my friends are chosen I don't feel like the friends I have are obligations I don't feel like I have to work at a friendship I don't feel that friends are draining for me at the moment I love this place I'm at right now with my friendships I I have admit in the past I'm not very good at friendships like I think I often end up saying the wrong things or I act not so great and I do things that I don't always have an answer to say to people oh I'm 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 doing this because this is who I am and I don't know if that's always been like respected by people So I know in the past, I haven't been a good friend, you know, in quotation marks. I think I am a bit different. I think the way I act towards friends hasn't always been great. But I feel like now because I'm, I have the people around me that understand me. I feel my most amazing self now with the people I hang around with. Well, that's kind of a first for me. It's beautiful. And, you know, at 24, you know, I I like to think I'm still going to gain friends, I'm still going to meet more circles, I'm still going to, you know, probably of course have some friendship dramas come along the way. But for now, I love this place of, of the people I've got around me and I feel incredibly lucky. And as I say, like sometimes friendships are closer than others at one time and sometimes friendships drift and sometimes the scope of the relationship of the friendship changes I also think I'm meeting people now that get it, that understand it, that don't add that extra element of pressure that, you know, a relationship has changed. It's always sad when a relationship does. I've definitely been closer with some people and now I'm not really as close with them and it does make me sad. I also know that when I'm with them, I'm happy and I would have that any over anything. Like I'd rather be friends with them even from afar, where we catch up, you know, once once or twice a year, then not have them at all. So, yeah, it's absolutely fine that friendships change. And it's being at peace with that. Yes, you can obviously grieve maybe a little bit of the loss of a friendship. Um, that's really normal and so understandable. Friendship losses are really sad. I have lost friends won't blame it all on myself but you know I am obviously part of the problem and I wasn't always a very good friend um I couldn't I don't think I could always really truly express myself properly and I think even when I did I don't think that was fully sort of understood by them and then equally I don't think they were maybe the right friend for me either it's been like a hard truth in that way because I've always liked to make things work I'm definitely like a worker (laughs) I don't like to throw things away as soon as it gets tough I'm definitely not like that 
but I think also it's valuing that actually there are parts of me that people won't like there are parts of me that I know I can improve upon because I know they're not best qualities in a person but also that is a little bit me you know I can't always be a fully fledged shiny person that makes no mistakes that is brilliant in everything they do I can't be like that and no friendship should always expect you to be like that and when you find people that see your flaws accept them yes maybe a conversation or two if they're if they're thinking that what you're doing is really affecting the other person and it's hurtful and they need to know of course those conversations are needed to be had I'm not living in my own world where I don't want to see how other people are affected by my behavior that's of course not what I'm saying but I want to also be respected that there's a there's there's me you know there's a there's a blueprint version of me that makes me me you know some of it is going to be hard to have as a friend potentially so yeah woo that kind of ended up being into a like a big conversation around friendships which I guess I do have a lot to say you know being 24 moved around a lot friends you know didn't come easy to me and making them wasn't always easy it is cliche in saying that when you know yourself a little bit better you do find those people that understand you and they are also similar in how you want to be and I feel very lucky I've got a lot of good gems around me a lot of good gems oh yes I guess I haven't really talked much about I've, I've talked about it in maybe more negative terms but I am you know if you don't know me but again everyone listening is probably someone who knows me um I'm into my fitness and I know probably saying that doesn't quite detail how much into my fitness but I'm a bit of a a fitness person I love training I love having an event to train for I am a personal trainer the whole history of me and exercising and training for events um so I currently have a London to Paris cycle ride that I am not really training for but should be training for Um, and I'm really enjoying having an event you know ready to go it really pushes me as a person I get to a very deep place that nothing else challenges me like fitness and I don't think many people really see me when the going gets tough when I'm around fitness and that's where I think a little bit of me is always going to be private to most people in fact everyone because There is something that happens when you're training and there's something happens when you're at an event that is so gritty. I did an ultramarathon back last year. It was 50 kilometers. Um, I ended up doing, I think, 33 miles in the end, which is a bit over 50. There is a part of me that will only be seen by the people on that run. And I find that part of me one of the best things about me. It is grit it is determination and it is like not ever giving up and I really value that and it doesn't come out in many aspects of my life to be honest I think I'm actually quite a big quitter um I quit a lot of things but when it comes to fitness and when it comes to a challenge I do not give up I will finish it and so like having this cycle ride I'm not a natural cycler 
I know people keep saying like, oh, running and cycling, it'll translate so well. But I don't think it does. Like cycling is tough. Cycling is really tough. So I haven't really been training for that, but I've got that coming up actually, I think in about five weeks time or something, maybe even less than that now. So yeah, it's really fun having something to work towards. It keeps me in a very good mental headspace around my training because if I have something like this to train for, my training around aesthetics is so not important to me. I don't care how I look now. You know, I think I've kind of accepted that my body looks the way it does and I just want my body to perform better and I want to be able to move better. I want to be able to run further. I want to be able to cycle further. And so that's such a nice mindset to be around my training and I often think it's because I'm training for Uh, an event it's really fun to do something that is so different like you know cycling isn't in my wheelhouse but I definitely am excited to do it and also I get to cycle to freaking Paris like that's cool like I'll get to be in Paris I'll get to be around my French boys and make them get me croissants my little French boys I love the French I think they're just so sexy maybe I'll just fall in love with someone who knows (laughs) probably not um, I don't think they'll fall in love with me when they see my lycra. I, I feel like I'll I'll look so silly. I'm not someone who wears lycra. I actually need to buy some cycling shorts. That's literally how unprepared I am, which will be very funny. So yeah, I am really enjoying my training and it's keeping me busy, 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 busy. So yes, this weekend I am actually volunteering at a uh, local festival called Green Island Festival. I've never volunteered at a festival and I'm so excited to, again, volunteer. I, I've I don't volunteer and I'm doing two volunteering stuff and it's really cool and I I feel really proud of myself because I'm putting myself out there and let me be honest putting yourself out there in a new city is hard and I get scared and I get anxious and I still have this inner voice in my head that's saying please don't go please don't go you're really scared and I'm really anxious but I know I just have to really put that voice in the back of my mind saying I hear you and I know why you're doing this but I've got to ignore you right now and that is where my inner confidence now has to come out and I am excited to volunteer an event I actually went and attended it uh, last month with a friend um, which was really fun and it feels really good to just be amongst the local community it's in a garden center which I think is so freaking cool like you get to listen to drum and bass while being next to like paninis no not paninis oh my god what they're called pan pan what's it what's the flower called pansies pansies oh my god (laughs) i don't think i'll be dancing next to paninis but maybe i will who knows i'm really excited for that i quite liked having a chattier episode where i could just sort of talk about me and life stuff um you know mental health wise it's actually been in one of the best places ever i actually I want to say this and I really hope, you know, by the next time I'm listening to this back that this is still true, but I am binge free now for over four weeks and can I just say, oh, this, this is a first in a very long time I haven't been binge free this long since travel where I had like quite a nice few you know maybe a a month or two in between gaps of binging in the UK I've never had a break this long from a binge I'm so proud of myself 
And I kind of do attribute it to a few different things. I think one, it's being able to keep busy. Two, it's being able to have a creative outlet. Like doing this podcast has helped so much for lots of reasons. I also think as well, like regular sex and having people around me that I can be intimate with has also helped me. I think I need the intimacy. I think I need to have people to feel loved, to feel looked after, to feel vulnerable with. I think that's really important for my headspace. But I also respect, I also need to be by myself and that's also good for my mental health. So it's that healthy, nice, fine balance of the both. Like I'm not saying like being with people is the only way I'll be able to feel okay because I know eventually at one point I'll have to like stop seeing some people and you know, things won't be right. And I don't want that to then like cause a dip in me potentially having a binge or having some maybe like more depressive episodes and things. So that's definitely not the case. But I definitely do think that like having regular sex and having intimacy with with people is very much a, attributing to my headspace, which is really good. Um, so yeah, I'm very proud of myself and I have beautiful friends around me who I visit and I see and I love and I adore and that's also helping me as well. It's a mental health podcast, but really I only have very nice, happy things to say, which is really good and may it continue right it is self-reflection questions time um i don't think that sounds really that good does it okay so self-reflection question is what insecurity has been holding me back the most oh this is a good one i say that about all of them but this really is a good one because i guess my insecurity comes around I'm attracted to people who are very clever who have a passion who have interests in life and very much like the social aspects of life like social psychology uh social uh, like personal development also politics and and making the world a better place and my insecurity has often come around not feeling like I am smart enough to be around people like that and almost feeling like they're going to catch me out one day to see that I just chat waffle and have no substance to back it up and I know where that insecurity comes from it comes from the fact that I missed out on two years worth of education it comes from the fact that I've always been told at school that I was slow and I'm developing slow and that's because of my autism and because you know I probably have some form of dyslexia generally like learning is always going to be so much slower it's also going to come down to the fact that university I was told that really wasn't making very good progress and I always felt like I was chasing everybody else in terms of learning and I I also know that I don't really give up on learning and I don't even though I feel like I'm told time and time after again that I'm not smart enough I keep pushing and I do want to be around clever people and I do feel like some of their smarts you know rub off on me yeah it feels like sometimes I never really bring a lot to the table and I feel like I always feel like I'm always looking up to people in that way and I feel sometimes a bit intimidated by the people I date because they are so smart and clever and you know I feel like oh what do I even like lend to them like what do I bring you know I think people have told me in the past that socially and self-awareness and the self-development you know I am 
quite mature in some ways. <laughs> I laugh because I, I don't really feel like I'm that mature, but I do really have a thirst for knowledge in that area. And I really do enjoy talking about it, even though I do feel like half the time it is absolute waffle. But I like waffle. It's good. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Um, Yeah, I'm going to have a theme next session, but I wasn't really ready to talk about it yet. But it's going to be a juicy one and I'm excited. So enjoy the rest of your week. And yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. (laughs) 